Hello and welcome to another episode of Fretman's Popcast. I'm your host, Fretman, and on today's episode, I interview a very talented musician at the Fred House in the city of Covina. I do want to give thanks to the Fred House for allowing me to interview this magnificent and talented artist. And if you've never been to the Fred House, you've never stepped foot on a full service guitar store. Besides selling guitars, fixing guitars, they also hold the longest running open mic night in Los Angeles County, which is held on the first Saturday of every month since the fall of 1969. On today's show, we'll have a legend in the making. That's right. This talented artist will be opening for Brad Colrick, another talented musician that I hope to get on this show. And now for our special guest. She is the 2016 Topanga Folk Festival Singing Award winner. That's a mouthful, by the way. Just to give you a bit of background on this special guest, she is deeply embedded into the folk Americana music scene here in Los Angeles, California. She's not your typical country singer, nor is she your on-the-radio country pop song or urban cowboy western singer. You're wrong again. She brings back that forgotten old-school country music that old-school folk began to fade in the late 70s. The true heartbreaking country folk music that once touched our lives. Don't get me wrong, she's no stranger in the music world. She also performs in the band Pretty Polly, and that is the talented Leanne Skoda. How you doing today, Leanne? I'm great. We are here at the front house today uh, where she's going to perform in a couple of minutes. And she's opening for Brad Colrick. When did your love affair with singing and guitar begin? Well, singing became pretty much right away. Um, as early as I can remember, I just kind of fell in love with music in general and just listening to music and singing. Um, and my dad played guitar, but I never really you know, I would pick it up and he would teach me a few chords and stuff um, growing up. And then um, I didn't really start performing with guitar until about six years ago. That's amazing. Six years ago and now you're hitting big stages and traveling. That's amazing. Yeah, thanks. It's it's pretty fun. It's been a fun journey. Uh, can you recall uh, when you acquired your first guitar? My first guitar I bought out here in Los Angeles. Well, okay, my dad gave me one of his old Epiphones to use um, when I when I was young, and then I bought my first guitar when I was out here in LA, and I knew I needed something uh, better to go around and gig with, and it was a Martin um, acoustic electric, kind of a newer model, um, but it sounded really good plugged in, and I used that for a really long time. And now I have my other one that I use, my Gurian guitar that I that I use for most all my gigs. Do uh, what was your first song or riff that you learned playing? Oh my gosh, that's a really good question. Um, hmm, that I don't even remember the first song I learned. And um, you know what? I remember playing 
Mary Jane's Last Dance <laughs> very vividly um, on my dad's electric guitar. And so that might be one of the first ones. Yeah, I was a big Tom Petty fan as a kid. And what song or event was it that made music uh, playing such an important role in your life? Um, I think early on, music, listening to music and, and singing was just a really uh, kind of a comforting thing for me. It was just a personal thing that um, I just kind of liked to just be alone in my room listening to music. And then um, when I got older and I got into high school and started singing in choir, and that ended up being like the highlight of my day in school every day. And then um, I just got involved in every possible musical opportunity in school. And that was kind of my outlet growing up. Th uh, musical theater, choir, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I was a uh, band geek as well, so uh, I fit that shoe up very well as well. Uh, do you remember your first concert or your concert experience? You? I think my first concert was James Taylor. My my parents took me to, which is which is pretty good. They were big, big James Taylor fans. So I remember that being I remember that being my first concert. And then the first concert I was really excited about was also Tom Petty, and I was probably twelve, and he played at America West Arena in in Phoenix, and I was screaming the lyrics so loud to like every song that. All the people around me were probably really annoyed. Now I'm going to change gears a little bit. Uh, in 2016, when you played at the Topanga Folk Festival, you won an award. What was that? That's right. I won um, Best Vocalist. Um, yeah, at, the, at that, that festival. And how did that uh, open, the fee uh, open the doors for you? You know, I'm not sure if it opened any doors, but it's definitely like a nice thing to be able to say, you know, just to put on, put on your website or put on your, you know, whatever, um, you know, it probably has helped me get gigs or something, but I'm just not really sure. Still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Besides James Taylor, Tom Petty, who other uh, musical inspirations do you have? I really draw especially now from my peers. Um, but I kind of have just been one of those people who's listened to to everything. And I think like everything I listen to influences um, my, uh, my writing and my uh, style, which that sounds way too broad, I, I understand. But um, although I would say my guitar playing is mostly influenced by bluegrass playing. Um, because that's that was the first band that I was in when I was in LA it was a bluegrass band, and that's how I really learned to play guitar with a pick and everything was um, from this bluegrass band that I was playing with. What was the name of that band? Um, it was called the Get Down Boys. Who would you consider a mentor, and how's that? Let's see. I guess my peers now, um, and anyone who who I've played with a lot over the past few years um, have been mentors. My my duo partner, Jesse Peo and Pretty Polly, um, had really introduced me to a lot of people out here. And and um, that first band that I was with, the Get Down Boys, they taught me basically how to gig, how to, you know, do a sound check and how to play guitar and... Um, 
My former roommate and friend Molly Miller is a great jazz guitarist. Um, she's a big inspiration to me and has, you know, helped me navigate this music world out here in Los Angeles. So, what's your favorite part about this line of work? My favorite part about it would be, firstly, firstly, just how music has this kind of ever-evolving uh, nature in my life, you know? Um, it just keeps growing, and, like, every bit that I put into it, I feel like I get back, like, tenfold in experiences. Um, and then, secondly, would just be the people. Because the community that I've found through playing, playing music has been uh, incredibly supportive and fun and interesting and... Yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, you have an LP, Lianz Coro, acoustic. Then you had a second record, Don't, uh, Didn't, didn't We All? Didn't We All, yeah. That, my, that was the first real EP. I, had, I think I, I put out like a, an acoustic EP before that, like super, you know, uh, lo-fi. <laughs> Uh, situation and then and then I put out didn't we all and then uh, January of last year um, my first full-length record and that's call me back home and that came out in uh, January 20 yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's right and are you doing any touring for that album right now um, I did a little bit of touring over the summer putting together some some more things in the works I've been you know, pretty much around Southern California, mostly in the past year, but I have done a little bit of touring for that. I have some upcoming shows. March 27th, you have... Oh, the des yes, I'm playing at KCRW Desert Nights at The Standard on March 27th, that's a Wednesday, uh, with Smith Allen, who is fantastic. He's a, he's an Americana artist, um, now based in LA. And then in April, you'll be with uh, your other band, your dual band with uh, Purdy Polly, correct? Yeah, we're playing a really great show at the Grand Annex in San Pedro with uh, Icy Hawks in L.A. So we're really looking forward to that. We're going to bring a full band to that show as well. Awesome. All right, let's switch over to gear. Uh, we're all addicted to gear. We all have fun. We all love uh, trying new guitars and pedals. Is there an addiction for you with uh, as far as guitar, pedals, the sound, the tone? You know... I'm probably the last person in the world to talk about gear, honestly. I just, I would love, I just, financially, it's not <laughs> something that I have gotten addicted to just because I know once I start, it'll be a, down the rabbit hole. But um, I'm just trying to get better at my instrument for now. And then I feel like, I actually just bought an electric guitar for like my first electric guitar last week. So um, maybe now the gear will start, start coming in. And what uh, guitar did you get? Um, I got a Telecaster, um, classic. It's actually um, a limited edition, um, really, really beautiful brown sunburst color. What uh, guitar are you currently playing then? Um, I'm playing a Gurian guitar. It was a, uh, a handmade guitar from 1978, I believe. Um, it was a, uh, a guitar maker who... Um, was pretty popular in the 70s and 80s, I guess, but then their their factory burnt down and they no longer make guitars, so there aren't that many of them, um, but I just, I love it. It's really different. The neck is also very thin, so it's easy for me to fit my hands around it, which is great, and just, 
It's got a nice, loud sound, and I love it. In your opinion, who would be the rock and roll's greatest unsung, overlooked, or forgotten hero? Oh, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, currently, I'm obsessed with my, my good friend, who uh, her name is Cece Benhoff, and her show is fantastic, and she's an amazing rock singer. Um, so I encourage you and the listeners to get to her shows. Check her out. She's got a great rock band. What book are you currently reading or have you lately read? I just, uh, I, I'm checking out from the library again. And I checked out uh, Guns, Germs, and Steel. Yeah, so far it's great. I'm, I'm on like page three or something. What advice do you have to offer to uh, anybody wanting to pursue a career in music? Um, just play as many shows as you can and play with people who are better than you are. All right, there you have it. We're going to stick around here for a while and listen to uh, Leanne play. And you can check her out at what website? Can I uh, find you? LeanneScoda.com. And they can purchase your music on? On um, my website, my Bandcamp site, um, on iTunes or um, on Big Ego, the record label that I'm on, you can get their subscription. And we'll go ahead and we'll add some links to that. That way uh, our fans and uh, listeners can uh, subscribe and also uh, buy some of her music, help her uh, promote her music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ivan. And with that, my friends, we end the show today. I'd like to give thanks to the Fred House for allowing us to interview Leanne Skoda before her show. Don't forget, visit Leanne Skoda's website and purchase her album, Call Me Back Home. You can also find her music on iTunes and Bandcamp. Don't forget to subscribe to Fretman's podcast or visit us at fretmansblog.com. Remember, somewhere in some place when you least expect it, you will hear that one song that will forever change your life. 